It's just that he thinks he can do whatever he wants to people. Who? Johnny. Oh, I'd love to see him get a dose of his own medicine. Well, you know, it goes around, comes around. Mm, I'd love to be there when it does. Welcome to the Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one medicinal minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us today are the hosts of Cobra Kai Never Dies, Nina and Lata. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Yay. So glad to have some more uh, uh, Karate Kid, uh, excuse me, Cobra Kai podcasters on. We consider ourselves fans of both. They're one in the same franchise. You know, it's a big world. Uh, So, have you been doing? uh, Have you been reviewing Cobra Kai since uh, since the start, or did you kind of jump on at the end of the first season, second season? How long has your podcast been? This is a whole origin story. I'd like to say that I introduced Lotha to it after much resistance on her part. (laughs) I saw it when it first came out. Um, I heard it was getting good buzz. I binged the whole thing. And then I basically had to like wear down her resistance over a period of months. Well, yes, because Nina, I love her and she is one of my very best friends in the world, but she has the worst taste in everything usually. So it's a bit suspicious. <laughs> I was like, I-, I love the Karate Kid movies, but I'm like, did they really need a, a sequel television series? And but they did. They did. They really did. So she got me to watch the first season. I think it was after we watched the second season that we decided that we were going to do a podcast. I mean, I was like sort of mm-hmm. laying the groundwork by the end. <laughs> I was like, watching her face. I was like, mm, we have we have tried a, like another podcast, like an abortive podcast project that uh-huh. never quite saw the light of day. And I was like, this time it's going to be different. There's a built-in audience. Uh, and we love the show so much that, you know, we've done season two and are excitedly awaiting season three. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully by the time this comes out, uh, season three will be, yeah, I've been saying that for the past couple of weeks, so <laughs> we'll see what happens. All I know is it's coming to Netflix one day. One day. Yeah, I mean, because the show is so incredibly binge-worthy that I can't imagine kind of like starting it after everything's, starting a podcast ever, after everything uh, has been out and then having to start at the beginning and doing episode by episode. Do you kind of uh, try to keep spoilers out of the conversation, stuff you know in the future? Well, see, because, like, we did the first two seasons after the first two seasons were out, like, we tried our best to, like, do the season one without talking about season two, but I feel like spoilers probably leaked in here and there. (laughs) Yeah, it's like (laughs) we've made fun of characters and referenced things that they've done, like future Robbie did this and past Mm -hmm. Robbie did this. Um but yeah, I feel like everyone uh, is along with us for the ride, and you know we'll be coming into season three fresh. Cool. So. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 there are a few other Cobra Kai podcasts as well, so it'll be like the 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 podcast lines will be all lit for so many different options for people to choose from. But uh, yeah, this should be cool. Um, and uh, meanwhile, we'll be talking about like minute <laughs> 46 of the original Karate Kid. We really do it commitment. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. some minutes are better than others, but you do them all. That's important. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got to cover them all. Okay. Uh, and speaking of, this is minute 37 of the Karate Kid. It begins with an alley interception and ends with an alley inception. Uh, so we kind of entered this scene on Friday where Allie uh, actually spots Daniel. Um, and uh, yeah, like I said on Friday, uh, you know, you guys weren't here, but I'll just recap. There are a few kind of differences in how the scene starts in the script. One is that uh, Allie is dressed as a, quote, 
uh, scantily, tre- uh, scantily dressed harem girl. <laughs> That's in the original script. I, I, I try to reference that a lot. And uh, I, I didn't put this together um, last last time, but I was wondering if uh, Robert Mark Kamen was thinking that Allie was going as Ali Baba. I don't know. Oh. The eighties is just, Oh, that is terrible. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where like, I, I don't know. Did your parents ever actually buy you Halloween costumes? Instead, my parents were like, here, here's like a piece of linen. Do what you can with it. And <laughs> Alex, oh, yeah, no. like she was wearing a toga from like the angle of, you know, I, I had no idea that she was supposed to be a harem girl. Um, I don't think it matters. <laughs> Well, I don't think the in the the in the movie she's supposed to be a harem girl, but I think in the script they're like, yeah, let's she's gonna she's gonna be a harem girl. Oh my so. god! I, I mean, I <laughs> want to track down this writer and and be like, what were you thinking? I mean, if it was a whole reference to Alibaba, I admire a good pun, but oh, that's awful. Oh, I hope I hope you do because oh, I've got some coming up. Uh, you and Robin are gonna be good friends. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The puns you're gonna be. Oh, real sorry you asked for this. It's my jam. I'm a bit of a yeah. pun. I, I don't mean to tease this out, and for our listeners, you know, um, you're you're gonna have to wait a couple of days. But on on Wednesday's show, there's some spectacular things that happen that I'm gonna be referencing. So, um, <laughs> also uh, in the movie, um, in the movie itself, Allie spots Daniel, uh, and uh, Susan asks Allie how she knows, and Allie says she just knows. So I I posed this question to you. I did this as well on Friday, but how do you think she knows that shower is Daniel? <laughs> Uh, because he needed a costume that would hide him. <laughs> he's kind of goofy enough. Like, I feel like Miyagi's goofiness has officially worn off on, on Daniel now. And that is like the goofiest possible costume right. you can wear to a dance. Um, it's great. I love it. I, I wish I could do it myself. I wish I could pull that off. Well, we broke this down last week and like they haven't seen each other in like what six weeks, you said? Six weeks. Yeah. Is that yeah. Him? That's that's oh. a that's an eternity in high school. <laughs> Who are you again? <laughs> it's probably not the power of love that guides Allie to to uh, to him then, right? It's got to be just yeah. He seems like the kind of goofy kid who would totally wear a shower curtain out in public. Right. No, the power of love is not till uh, um, Allie is uh, is Marty's girlfriend in Back to the Future too. So. Uh, oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the other difference is that in the script we kind of. Uh, that original script we start from daniel's pov uh so he, he in that i just i always find these interesting uh like it's, it's alternate versions of these scenes um in that he kind of walks in he he sees her dancing with her friends in her harem girl her scantily clad <laughs> harem girl uh so glad they didn't do that <laughs> he sneaks at alibaba wear yes <laughs> He sneaks from behind her as a slow song starts and then envelops her in the curtain. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, boom. I, I don't know about you. <laughs> uh, and then she turns startled, but coming nose to nose with Daniel, she breaks into a smile and Daniel says, want to dance? <laughs> so she, he, he get he surprises her uh, in that version, but in the movie, she kind of surprises him with the, the little flower thing. I mean, uh, one thing that uh, we've talked about, like when we uh, reviewed Karate Kid on, on our podcast, is that we love that like Allie's kind of the aggressor in Allie the relationship. Allie has so much, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like <laughs> you can't give those kinds of powers away to just one person. <laughs> uh, like 
not only are like both Daniel and Johnny obsessed with her like decades later, but like just in that one scene, like I, I feel like Daniel's pretty good at flirting as well in this scene, but, mm-hmm. but yeah. Allie's the sensei. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I found that like these two are just constantly trying to surprise each other throughout this movie, and I'm I've now at this point considered it to be their love language. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're gonna we're gonna take a little break here and look at the scoreboard as I go over this. Okay. So, so in the surprise contest between the two of them. So, uh, first point technically goes to Daniel by association for Freddie kicking a soccer ball into her boombox as like a, a flirting thing. And so that's one point to Daniel. Um, then Allie gets a point for launching a soccer ball into his chest the day after he got pummeled. So he's, she's like, think fast and throws it. At him. <laughs> uh, so it's one to one. And then again, in the cafeteria, she jumps up and surprises him. Uh, and then Daniel finally gets a point for the uh, the classic sneak up behind somebody and tap them on the wrong shoulder at school. So at this point, they're, they're, the points are tied. Um, they're cheesy as hell. Maybe soccer is their love line. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, Allie snuck into the shower curtain, right? So she, she's, she's winning. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cause so, so shower curtain to do dance is like, Maybe you get points for you that. You come with your own like makeout cover. Like it's very smart. <laughs> right. That's that's savvy enough that I think he gets an honorary point there. So there's still time. Interesting. Yeah, because I was gonna ask, I mean, I since you guys prefer Allie to be the aggressor, uh between the what's in the movie, help me, help me, my flower needs water, and then the original script saying it with Daniel absorbing Allie into his shower. <laughs> You're, you're Ew, I just don't like the, the visual there. It's like he's an amoeba. <laughs> yes. Daniel is yeah, the boy. That's amoeba-like, and uh, it's not sexy. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess uh, in the movie, regardless, Allie is now winning three to two because she comes in with the, help me, help me, with my flower needs water. But yeah, regardless. She's like both. the best character in this movie because she's like, comes in strong, does her thing, and <laughs> Daniel and and. Johnny are just wrecked. <laughs> but regardless, they're both pretty like smooth to like with each yeah. other when they talk. Daniel's really smooth too. It's it's actually yeah. very impressive. When I watched this movie as a kid, I didn't remember him be you know, you remember him as the constant underdog. You don't remember yeah. him like, wow, he's got lines. He's whenever got- yeah, whenever he gets her alone, he's like the man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it, so he goes, uh, so he opens up the curtain. He's like, Hey, you've come to the right place, stranger. <laughs> and I, 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 I looked all over the net. I was like, is he quoting like a commercial or something like, cause a lot of these kind of lines kind of come from other things. So, or, but I didn't see anything. And then Allie says, I've never danced in a shower before. Uh, they cut this line, but in, I have the junior novelization too. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and, and in that, uh, after she says that, Daniel says, well, don't you think it's time to test the water? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I'm very impressed with Daniel. I feel like he, maybe he peaked in high school. <laughs> you, you can't be the shower curtain. Talk. Right. No, you're right. Like, everything's downhill after that. I wonder if. Well, I guess we didn't see it in two or three, but maybe I wonder if the shower curtain is a movie he's gone back to before. Like he kind of shows oh, up places where I mean, it's the shower curtain. Sorry, if in college, I like at, at like office parties. I like it though. <laughs> <laughs> Sixty-five. <laughs> <laughs> 
Step into my shower. Yeah, I could see it. Step into my shower is the best pickup line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love how this this whole minute and a little bit of the next one is it, you could basically call like, oh, remember the shower scene from Karate Kid? <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, uh, Robert Mark Kamen, the writer, he says he got this the idea for the shower when he saw it at an artisan entertainment Halloween party. So uh, I guess uh, like a business Halloween party, somebody had pioneered the the shower curtain <laughs> costume. Yeah, why don't I get invited to these parties? This <laughs> Halloween party, right? Also, that guy like pioneered something amazing. It's a shame that he he doesn't get credit. Let's for bring it. it back. I don't know <laughs> time. I don't know. I, Ralph Macchio, I saw a quote in an interview, and he said that the uh, the shower was heavy. He says, I don't know if it was actual brass, but it felt like it. <laughs> so Does it that mean a, he didn't take that prop home? Because that that's the one that I would have laid clean to. <laughs> that's the one, really. That's the, I don't want the headband. I don't want the bonsai. Not the bonsai. Fuck that. I'm, not the car. Oh. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I, there's we, we don't know the end of the movie on yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> <Just laughs> censoring. <kidding>. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's known that he's got that. The oh gosh, is it the? It's not the hachi machi. We can't. We had the other word for it. Uh, but it, whatever. It's we've been calling it the bandana. Um, yeah, the, and, yeah, which I actually own. Well, I, I own a knockoff of that bandana. I want one. Where'd you get it? <laughs> Um, the bowels of the internet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, also, like, if we're talking Karate Kid merch. Like, I got the bandana because we did go. Uh, last Karate Halloween, um, she was Daniel. I was Johnny Lawrence. And, yeah, if yes. you can imagine two Indian women <laughs> trying to pull this off. I think we made it work. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was a flawless impression. Um, I also got Lata Avonzai shaped as Daniel that she prompted. It was a chia pet. Chia pet. <laughs> she got me a Karate Kid chia pet uh, that grew moldy. So, yeah. Uh-huh. But for a while, he had an awesome head of hair. It was cool. Yep. Uh, so it was it was a Daniel LaRusso chia pet or was it, it was Daniel LaRusso chia pet? Yes. <laughs> so he had the little bandana and then all the chia seeds were growing above it. Um, it was pretty impressive when it was alive. It was worth <laughs> the price. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, the script, the, the original script actually says at this point, he says, it says, in such close proximity, things steam up fast. <laughs> God. Oh, man. What's steaming up? There's I don't no- know. It, 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 there's nothing steaming happening, happening here. It's more like kind of like. going on in the writer's room. The screenwriter's yeah. having a lot of fun with that. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, I find this is kind of like lighthearted, like, oh, he's wearing a crazy costume. What's going on with this? You know, this is hilarious. So it's so good to see Daniel again. I've missed him kind of thing, you know? Yeah, um, it's pretty cute. And he says, a friend of mine made this for me. And I like that he calls uh, Miyagi his friend. Although it might be kind of like embarrassing me, like the maintenance guy I hang out with, he made this. <laughs> I don't think he is embarrassed of Miyagi. I will say, I, I think Miyagi is his only friend. And like I actually was very charmed, like in the movie, just how how like Daniel's like not like, yep, this old maintenance guy is my best friend. Like he he's mm-hmm. like just happy to hang it? out with yeah. him all the time. I don't know. I, I thought he that was really cool. Miyagi's At monster. this point in the movie though, it's very like we're we've barely been introduced to Miyagi though. Like mm-hmm. literally we just had the scene of them like basically hanging out for the first time and cutting trees. And then the very next scene, it's like, hey, there's a costume for you. So we don't know much about their their relationship at this point. I feel point. like Miyagi is like, oh, I'm just getting to know this kid. Whereas 
Daniel's like Daniel's fatal attraction. It's like this yeah. is my best friend. Like, <laughs> guys, friend. guys, tell me if I'm I'm wrong about this, but didn't like uh before he goes to the dance, like Daniel's not going to go because he's like I just like hanging out with you, it's fine. And like Miyagi yeah. says something like bees need, you know the quote, Nina. Uh, yeah, I deleted bees it. Bees need yeah. honey or. Not yeah, no, it's that a young, young bee needs a young flower. It was a very complicated pollination yeah. metaphor. Yeah. But <laughs> in any case. So it's like Miyagi, who's like, kid, you got to get out more. Yeah, and Daniel, just... who's just like, I can hang out with you. It's fine. Yeah. It's easier, I'm sure, you know, than, than <laughs> trying to pull this pure, pure stuff off, this high school stuff off. It takes confidence. It shows confidence you're willing to hang out with olds. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Ali says, where have you been hiding? He's like, I haven't been hiding. <laughs> the, yeah. the classic, uh, you know, the, the male ego, you come, you've been hiding. Like we saw in the montage, you have been darting around the school, <laughs> not letting anybody see you. And I love it. I love your shower costume, but like the purpose of it, right. Is that you can like go anywhere and not get beat up because people can't yeah. see that it's you. It's, it's, you yeah. know, it's built into it. I, I, I definitely call it on being an invisible man costume, like the, how how good it is because like every single person who sees that shower is gonna be like, who's in that shower? <laughs> you have to guess from the silhouette. It's not, uh, they just like whip open the curtain. I don't know. Yeah. Um, or wait to be absorbed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I want to see Daniel uh, go around the dance and absorb each and every person. Uh, so she says she hasn't seen him around. He says you've been looking, and uh, she's like, mm, sort of. Uh, and, I, and yeah, this is kind of a, a nice call back to the, that ca- cafeteria conversation with Allie, where she found out where he was from, that he was from New Jersey. And uh, yeah, my just my note here is just like Allie likes to surprise, but her other le- love language is detective work. <laughs> <laughs> she's the Veronica Mars of West Valley High. <laughs> She might just be stalking Daniel, though. Yeah. <laughs> He's cracking yeah. that case. So, yeah, so maybe it's less detective and more stalker. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. I think maybe this is the start of Allie's stalker career, you know? Yeah. I mean, after that last time when he turned her down on going to the arcade and trying out a, quote, new game <laughs> with her, uh, I think it seems, it seems like she's kind of, like, let him go. You know, she... But like we said, it's such a good game that she can like sort of fan the flames just by stepping in the shower with him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Wow, she fans the flames by stepping into a place where water sprays down. It's That's crazy. It's like next level. Why haven't we written this script? <laughs> uh, so uh, she says, I thought you were still angry with me. And uh, he's like, why? She says, because of what I said last time I saw you. So the last time she saw him, at least. He refused to walk with her and deal with Johnny. Um, and uh, he says, I've been thinking a lot about that. And she says, oh, I should mind my own business. Which I, I was wondering what you guys thought of thought of that. Actually, like, one thing I like is that both Allie and Daniel are, like, they're just so nice. Do you know what I mean? Like, both. Yeah. Like, she, he's not, like, angry at her. She feels bad that, like, you know, she made him feel kind of emasculated. And they're, they're both kind of, like, understanding about it. And, you know, Daniel's honestly like, you know, he's like, you have a point. It is something I should deal with. I like that. It's a very mature conversation. Yeah. Yeah. They're both a little too perfect, aren't they? Yeah. (laughs) They need need outside forces to cause conflict. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. My note here is just like, or she should be told about 
when they nearly murdered him by sending him down the hill on his bike. Like it's she should have known that scene. Yeah. Uh, I think when we first saw the first uh, karate kid, I didn't remember like what a beating. Uh, right. Just how scary it was. And yeah. Yeah. Oof. Um, so he says, no, I think you're right about facing things head on. I feel the same way. I just kind of forgot about it for a while. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> That's a very perfect line. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's good. Is is he feeling more confident? Is he getting the nerve up to actually face things head on? Or is this just shower talk, baby? <laughs> this is definitely shower talk. It's a shower talk. He's got a whole arc ahead of him. And Miyagi's instrumental in that. But I, I do this, think that this particular conversation is what leads to what happens in like the next minute. You know? Yeah. Like he's, he's, he's ready for... He's ready for a confrontation of some sort. A shower confrontation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then they finally get to get a nice embrace in, which uh, we haven't really seen yet. Like, they haven't really hugged or been close more more than a conversation before somebody's interrupted. Mm. Uh, and they both immediately kind of like, were fine. No, they shouldn't spend too much time together. <laughs> That's right. The romance thrives on the fact that they're, like, artificially separated, you know? <laughs> yeah. Now it's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Grim. So so, okay. So maybe the 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 steam stays up if like we're constantly like once they start, I don't know, shoving their tongues down in each other's mouths. Maybe towards the end of the movie, uh, it's, it's not as interesting anymore. Water on them. Um, oh god. Yeah. Yeah. Look at what you've done. <laughs> they need to be separated by the shower curtain at all times <laughs> to maintain the tension. I, it's so funny here. She goes, it's just that he thinks he can do whatever he wants to people. And Daniel's like, who? Nah. <laughs> who do you think? <laughs> you know, they both share an obsession with Johnny, perhaps. I don't know. He's just that was just him, like, trying to prove that Johnny doesn't bug him. Oh, like, uh, oh, Johnny? I forgot about him. Oh, <laughs> forgotten about yeah, him. Crap out of me? What? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's very, like I said, like, I, I just feel like they're both such nice people. And, like, there's something nice about Daniel just being like, oh, what? you know, I, I don't care. I'm totally over it. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously he's not. But he's, he's, you know, he's trying to salvage some dignity. Uh, and so, yeah, they're in this like little embrace here and Allie continues. She's like, oh, Johnny, I'd love to see him get a dose of his own medicine. And Daniel says, well, you know, what goes around comes around. And Allie says, I'd love to be there when it does. And I'm, is this, see, I'm, I'm putting a little bit of uh, vindictiveness into her. This is, she doesn't exactly say that, but is this kind of like a Lady Macbeth situation? Is she like, yes. I have long maintained that Allie is an agent of chaos, yes. Um, <laughs> I think all she wants is to see the world burn. It's not about who she's going to date for the rest of high school or her life. She just wants to see. She wants to fan the flames of conflict. I can see that. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, she should date Tommy. <laughs> oh. I mean, she kind of has basically the entire high school in love with her, I'm sure. Maybe there's like, if you like cut away and you like zoom out, there's 20 other shower curtains. I thought this was interesting. Like, I, I've always seen like Allie um, perceived in, you know, writing about Karate Kid or people's like analysis of Karate Kid is like the popular cheerleader, the, the, the main girl or whatever. But I never see like other than Daniel and Johnny, like people actually like admiring her or, or, you know, stepping out of her way or anything like that. She, she seems to be 
just as anonymous with the as the rest of the school during these during the scenes when they're just kind of walking around in school. That's a good point. Yeah, like you don't see she doesn't seem like maybe maybe she was prom queen, but she doesn't enter the room yeah. like she's prom queen. She seems just like like isn't that her whole thing? She's like the girl next door, right? And she's yeah. Yeah, I mean, is she a cheerleader? She's a soccer player, right? I don't know. I mean, no, no, she's a cheerleader. Oh, she is. Oh, yeah. Man. She's so bad at soccer. In the eighties hierarchy, <laughs> I guess that's the problem. Uh, well, in real life, she was actually really great at soccer, and she was a she was a gymnast. Uh, Elizabeth Shue was. Um, and uh, yeah. So, what was I thinking? Oh, the yeah, the only time that we see her as quote unquote the popular girl. Is there in the cheerleader practice where she is front and center? That that's probably the only time that that kind of the movie kind of hints at that at her popularity. Mm. But she's also yeah. dating Johnny or did date date Johnny and yeah, Mia Jock also. That's another thing. Like, well, I mean, we get later this week like a, it's an anonymous guy being like, "Hey, Johnny," you know. But <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I was wondering like how how funny would that be if if we just kind of like panned out it to the rest of the school to see that like Johnny and his friends may be perceived as just like, a, a, like karate weirdos. Yeah. Right. They I'm, seem, they seem like kind of like a weird little subculture and they hang out with each other. And like, yeah. I, bet, I just, I don't know why, but I like it better than the idea of them like ruling the school that they're just like <laughs> this weird group of like guys who will not stop talking about like their dojo and everyone else is like, <laughs> Okay, but this is sure. before karate has completely conquered the valley. Like, I feel like, you know, maybe it wasn't in Karate Kid Part 1, but then, you know. Yeah. Maybe uh, to every other industry by the end of the yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, and I, I don't, I don't mean, you know, Matt has, is into karate, he's been doing, how long have you been doing classes for? Like, how long well, have you been? I mean, I, I don't anymore, but I did when I was a kid. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did, but did it was, it was, it was like a total of. Karate buddies? What? Did live or die for karate buddies? No, I didn't have any karate buddies. Oh. <laughs> no. I feel like that's the whole reason that people are joining karate now. <laughs> At least in this universe, uh, is so that you could have like a gang of thugs that will like, <laughs> you know, harass a new kid. Yeah, basically. Uh, no, I was in it for about ten years. Yeah, when I was a kid, but yeah, yeah, there was no gangs. <laughs> did you feel more popular at all, or did you feel no, like oh, I felt more are... vulnerable because when yeah. people know you're in karate, they're like, "Hey, fight me." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Like, you know. When I was when I went to school and I knew like some kids that maybe took karate and I you know after I got over the fact that I was jealous my parents wouldn't let me do the same thing but it was you know it would it always seemed like they had their own their own thing you know not not that they had like a gang or anything but you know they had a common interest obviously but I guess so and it was just kind of like um it it did seem like to be like an outcast thing I don't know maybe it was just me thinking too much about it. Karate is like one of those hobbies, like ballet, where it's like so all-encompassing that you yeah. can't actually have a normal social life. Right, and all right. the people you hang out with are into it too. Uh, cool. Well, I mean, I guess that's pretty much. I mean, unless you folks had anything more for this minute. No, I think we've emotionally moved on. Right. Yeah. This minute has been <laughs> a roller coaster of passion for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We uh, well, script than I thought I would. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here to tell you everything about the minutes that you're you're here for. So, 
all right, so let's get into our Monday question for our guests, uh, which is, when did you first see The Karate Kid? You know, we thought about this in advance. Mm-hmm. For me, it came out in 1984, which is actually uh, the year I was born, so I clearly did not see it at the time. Um, I saw it on TV, like, when I was a kid in the early 90s, and that's all I can kind of remember. Uh, it's it's a blur to me. I, I think, in fact, like, for years, I sort of mixed up plot points from the first and third movie because it all sort of blurred together. Yeah, I mean, same, same exact thing. Uh, I saw bits and pieces of the movie on cable, and then, oddly, the... The third movie is the one that kept getting played. Um, and so I remember that, you know. That's so <laughs> it's also funny. my favorite one. Um, but yeah. The third one? Or the first one? The third one is. I know. Wow. Your favorite? I said worst taste in everything, right? I, I said that. <laughs> um, I'm a special. I mean, I'm prepared to defend myself. <laughs> I mean, this is not a court of law. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the first Karate Kid is a objectively good movie you can't say that perhaps about the third <laughs> um but whatever uh, mileage may vary uh but I, I we recently saw it maybe in the last six months or so when we reviewed it for our podcast and 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 we're able to appreciate it the first one really yeah. holds up yeah it's... it really does cool um yeah well I mean crease doesn't twirl his mustache as much uh, I, uh, this yeah. movie. <laughs> you can you can understand now as a diehard Crease fan why I love the third movie so much. Uh, all right. Well, we hate to say goodbye, but we got to work on facing things head on. So thank yeah. you so much for joining us, ladies. Um, do you want to come back on Wednesday for another Karate Kid minute? We're here for it. Yep. All right. <laughs> Uh, we, we're, we're trying to maintain the illusion that we kind of come back on, you know, a couple days later. So just so you know, um, uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so, so tell folks, uh, about your podcast, where they can find it, uh, let them know. Sure. Um, so we host the podcast Cobra Kai Never Dies. You can follow us on Twitter at Kai under, underscore cast. We're trying to tweet more these days. Um, and you can also email us at cast at gmail.com. Cool, cool. All right, uh, Matt, did you have anything? Nope, I'm good. <laughs> okay. No podcast to promote this time. <laughs> All right, well, until next time. Get him a body bag! <laughs> <laughs>